This episode of the Best Seats Podcast is brought to you by, well, you. To learn how you can support the show, go to thebestseats.com slash Patreon. Once there, you'll learn how you can get early access to shows, ad-free listening, the ability to submit questions, comments, concerns, and more. Once again, that's thebestseats.com slash Patreon. But enough of that. On to the show. Thank you so much, as always, to my friend Allie Coyle for providing the music for the show. You can find more of her stuff at AllieCoyleMusic.com and follow her, Allie Coyle Music, on Instagram. Uh, and as soon as coronavirus lifts, you can find her at the Sommelier at any of her family's three restaurants, Dublin Four Gastro Pub, Wine Works for Everyone, or Fable and Spirit out here in Orange County. Hello, hello, everyone. I'm your host, Crawford McCarthy, founder of The Best Seats. Welcome to The Best Seats podcast. We are all still in the midst of COVID-19, uh, if you're listening to this in the future, hope things are good. It's going to be very interesting to see where we go from here. Um, I am recording this at home still, social distancing interviews through and through. Very happy today to be talking with my friend, Chef Paige Reardon. Paige is the uh, chef owner of Scarlet Kitchen and Lounge over in Rancho Mission Viejo. She's an East Coast transplant who cut her teeth at great restaurants like uh, Renard at the White Hotel in Brooklyn, a place that you absolutely should check out as soon as we can travel and get on airplanes again. Uh, she's really, really awesome. We're talking today basically about how COVID-19 has affected her, her business, um, opening a new restaurant in the midst of all this because it, her restaurant just opened a couple of months ago, depending on when uh, you're listening to this. But it's also a family-run business. Her mother, father, and husband are all involved in it. So it's very interesting to see what it's like and kind of how she's pivoted, how it's affected her, um, how she's coping, and basically kind of what she's doing to really try and succeed and survive like everybody is during all this. So it should be a really good conversation. I hope you enjoy the episode. Um, as always, please check out patreon.com slash the best seats where you can submit questions for these interviews. I try to get a preview up of who the guest will be at least a day beforehand, uh, working on getting it up sooner. But we do have a couple questions from some patrons this episode, which I'm very excited about. But I hope you enjoy. Um, as always, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate all the support. Please, if you can, leave a review on iTunes. Uh, it helps with the kind of search algorithm to help promote the podcast a little bit more. But I appreciate the support either way. I hope you enjoy my chat with my friend, chef owner of Scarlet Kitchen and Lounge, Paige Reardon. Hi, Crawford. Hey, chef. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. How are things? Uh, you know, hanging in there. <laughs> I know, as best as everyone can, right? Yeah, really. Every day is a new day. You just have to kind of roll with it. What are your days looking like right now? Well, I would say Monday, we are closed now. It's, just, it's too dead um, on those days. But Tuesday, Wednesday, slow. Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we're, we're busy, um, unexpectedly actually during this time. I didn't think it would be, um, I didn't think we'd see sales, um, like we would on a regular, you know, in-room dining experience on a Thursday where we're hitting those numbers, you know, That's great. on a Thursday. Yeah. So it's, it's good, but it's, but you never know the third, every Thursday, every Friday is going to change from the week before. And I've noticed that. In the beginning, there was an incline in sales, um, then decline, then incline. So you just you never know. And every single day, you just hope for the best. 
So for people that are listening that may not know um, kind of who you are or even the restaurant, because Scarlet is very much a baby even before kind of COVID-19 <laughs> hit, um, tell a little bit about kind of yourself and uh, Scarlet. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Paige Reardon, executive chef and owner of Scarlet Kitchen and Lounge in Rancho Mission Viejo. Um, we just opened in January. So January 5th, the exact. So let's say what, March 15th was kind of the, the D-Day. <laughs> our in-room dining and full service experience um and uh yeah no it's it's just it's sad because you know this is my dream and i i thrive on a full house and uh customers that you know just come to the window and my expo window want to chat to me um and it's just it's it's just sad that we're in this time right now but i am hopeful um because I have such a strong community and not Rancho Mission Viejo and Ladera Ranch, like they're, they are beyond um, what I expected. So I'm very lucky in that behalf. So, I mean, obviously a lot of people think Orange County restaurants, I think if they're talking Northern Orange County, like the Anaheim, Santa Ana area, or they think about the right. beach cities, maybe up in Orange, sure. Rancho Mission Viejo and La- I mean, Ladera has kind of been its own animal for a while, but Rancho Mission Viejo is new just as a whole. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's probably oh, yeah. only been around as long as you've been out here. So yeah. how's that been yeah. essentially being kind of the only kid on the block to like be uh, supportive for that area? Yeah, um, it's cool. I mean, it feels like we run a restaurant, which everyone knows the show Cheers. Uh, that's what it's like in, in, in my restaurant, in, in our community. It's just like this own little bubble of uh, family and community. Everyone knows everyone. You can't really go anywhere without bumping into someone you know. Um, so it's, it's cool. Uh, and it's, you know, it's definitely a thriving uh, neighborhood, and I'm really lucky to be a part of it. But um, it's it's definitely different than other, you know, um, areas uh, in Orange County. Um, totally different than Newport. Totally different than Dana Point. Um, it everyone kind of has migrated from somewhere. Um, you know, so it, it's like I run into somebody like, oh, I'm from Florida, or I'm from you know the East Coast too, or um, I lived in Northern California, so not one person has like lived really here their whole life. So um, that's what's really cool about it. And it reminds me of when I lived in New York City, like no one really was from New York City, you know. Um, so it's helped us as a business um, because we are the one of the only restaurants, other than a few others, um, in Rancho Mission Viejo. Um, so yeah, we we when we looked at properties and we found this one and we are hearing how much that that there's more homes being built and continue to be built um i we were like what are we doing why are we looking at dana point and there's nothing wrong with opening restaurants on the coast i would love to but you know rent is super high and now labor costs are extremely high and so for us mom pop business where i own the restaurant with my husband my mom and my dad um you know it's our it's a big risk in a restaurant so we, we found a perfect location that fits our, you know, what we want and our needs and, and really what we wanted from the community. So that that's a super interesting point about all this. Uh, you guys are a mom and pop. I mean, like you said, it's your husband, your mom and your dad all involved in it. I think a lot of people think mom and pop, they think kind of like corner deli or small taqueria right. or something like that. You guys right. are definitely elevated, kind of like casual, but fine dining. I mean, depending on how you would describe it. What's sure. that been yeah. like to not only face COVID-19 as a restaurant owner and a new restaurant <laughs> owner, but also as a family who's all invested? Oh, in man. It? <laughs> I 
it's not easy going in business with your family. Uh, I'm surprised my husband and I haven't ripped each other's heads off yet, but we get along really well because um, he's front of the house, I'm back of the house, so he's our general manager. Um, he, and, and mind you, he worked in business for 15, 20 years, so he's never been a general manager. Um, he's led teams, but not the same, and you know, as. <laughs> As the uh, servers and bartenders, they you know they're not always um, on time or mm-hmm. um, yeah. So he's he's had a he's had a rough um, you know beginning, but he's learned a lot and it's fun to see his growth and and to work with him on the daily. Um, and then my dad is our chef, one of the chefs. He works um, in the you know on prep and um, basically takes charge of our kitchen management team. Um, in the morning and then my mom is hr so she's the lady you go to when you <laughs> need to sign up for a direct deposit or when COVID-19 comes um with all the answers to unemployment <laughs> so are you guys i mean obviously you're doing social distancing for the restaurant um yeah what are you guys doing takeout curbside pickup yeah so we're doing takeout curbside delivery um when this happened we were like oh my god we don't have a delivery platform like DoorDash or Grubhub. I mean, that mm-hmm. I was always kind of a stickler on even people that came to the restaurant that dined who wanted to order something out. I was against it because I was worried about the product and how it delivered home or, you know, the integrity of the dish. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Also, I'm being ripped away from my creative, um, you know, plating styles or of whatnot. I mean, I'm trying to get creative right now in the box, but it's still, <laughs> it's it's still a lim- limited. Yeah, ring yeah. molds don't so, really work um, for the to-go's. Exactly, exactly. So um, we we just got on DoorDash. It took a while because everyone wanted to get on there. But uh, for the most part, I, I actually just put my tech hat on and um, went through um, our own POS system and created an online platform. And I'm surprised how many people actually are, you know, going to our website and going on, you know, towards our online ordering system. And, and I mean, that, that's awesome, the, the fact that our community uh, isn't using DoorDash or isn't using Grubhub, and no offense to that, it's just they're 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 coming to us right away. So, yeah, um, yeah my husband's doing all the deliveries. So, if anyone orders, <laughs> you'll see the ball man. <laughs> are you yeah. guys? Are you all together as a family, or are you having to socially distance from your parents at all, just because they're we older? We are all together. Yeah, oh, we good. live in the same house. This is why it's so hard to open a restaurant. Uh, live with your family and then run a restaurant <laughs> and then go through COVID-19, um, which I'm blessed. So, you know, we, we only moved here two years ago and the last year, year and a half was building a restaurant. So, um, yeah, we're, we are not social distance, although it'd be nice sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> How, I mean, so having just recently built the restaurant, now that you're having to pivot entirely do you look around at any of the things that you did design wise um, that are now kind of like hindering or is there anything that you didn't expect that's kind of helping you with this? Um, you know what? It's really helped me build my, like the team that I have um, now, which is only like four of us, but um, it helps me get closer to my sous chef. It helped me get closer to, um, you know, my line cook and um, we're now kind of more creative um, because you have to be, you know, trying to think of, well, how to, you know, push up sales. Well, let's create this new dish. And, and new dishes are hard because they, they either, either make it or break it. They don't sell and then you take them off. Or, um, but for, for me, it was all about trying to make sure we're cross utilizing so we're not wasting. Um, 
but um no i mean that i think with all this it's, it's kind of slowed us down we got to reorganize our you know walk-ins our dry storage so it's 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 nice to have that time and then i mean because we just opened in january we were still learning like how to just take control over temp logs making sure we're everything perfect by the house code and um it kind of i mean we when we opened we opened with a bang and it was so busy at all times that you know i had no time to just sit there with my team and figure out okay let's let's best utilize the space that we have which is like zero space in our kitchen mm-hmm. um uh, so you know design wise we are now just learning especially in the kitchen learning how to work with it better and then even just learning how to not over order and and um yeah learned a lot i think through this time um i miss i mean i love my the dining room that i, I designed with my mom um i miss seeing those people just enjoying the velvet chairs and <laughs> socialization and uh and whatnot but i wouldn't change the thing about the aesthetic it's really just you know it's but this time has really helped us to like kind of get down and dirty and learn yeah. um better practices in our business especially in the kitchen so one of the so i, I somebody wrote in on uh patreon.com slash the best seats ben, uh, ben randelson writes with no immediate ending in sight for the pandemic how have landlords or property managers handled the situation given the obvious hardships so many tenants are facing and i don't know if you can speak to this or huh. if you're comfortable and it's all good if you're not but have yeah I mean, especially now that we're like a month or two in because your entire shopping center uh what is a sendero market for those that haven't yep. been there i mean that's yep. basically brand new how oh, yeah. has that been have you been in communication with the property company and oh yeah I mean, that was the first email I sent out was, what are we going to do? You know, like, do you really expect us to pay our rent um, in full um, when we're making, you know, 60% less in sales mm-hmm. um, a month? Um, even with a small team, it's, it's still it's still a big uh, amount of rent. Um, they, uh, you know, they're, they're tough. They're, I don't want to name them, but they're, they're a tough um, landlord. Um, they're not as tough as some others in Irvine. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah i mean right now they they their best option or their best um uh was to just defer which yeah. you know it it is what it is i mean um we were lucky enough in to really jump fast in um apply for an sba loan that would turn into a grant so i'm hoping that will help us out a little bit in the future but I mean, I don't, we don't know how long this is going to go on. Um, I mean, it, they can't just keep deferring rent. There, there's got to be something. I mean, not just for us, but, you know, there's salons and there's, you know, beauty, um, you know, nail salons, hair salons, um, gyms that are in our, um, in, in the marketplace. So I just don't see how that, you know, that's okay to just defer rent. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be something, but, you know, they have, the banks that they have to pay too so i get it but um yeah i don't i sadly i thought they would do a little bit more but well maybe as it evolves we can keep our fingers crossed but uh, i know after, <laughs> so you're, you're there at the restaurant you're cooking you know basically all day when you're not cleaning is it yeah. hard who cooks when the whole family goes home no one <laughs> no just kidding <laughs> uh not me so my so, <laughs> We work totally different uh, schedules. I'm still, my dad's in the morning. I'm still on service at night. Um, so, um, you know, he, he actually has to cook for my mom usually. At night. 
love you, mom. Uh, but, um, yeah, so no, I mean, I, I, I eat dinner at the restaurant. Uh, luckily my, my line cooks like to, um, create new things during this time. So, That's good. um, yeah, we, we definitely totally off the schedules and we've had since opening. So yeah, it's, it makes it a little difficult. I think for communication as a family and restaurant owners, um, you really have to like dedicate time to like sit down and talk. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When you do cook at home, Katie Kazzy writes in on patreon.com slash the best seats. What's your go-to home cooking recipe? Oh, man. Uh, you know, it's not a recipe. Um, my mom, I grew up in the, my mom's Lebanese. So I grew up in a lot of Middle Eastern classics and I don't cook them very often. So usually I'm making something Mediterranean. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's healthy. It's, I'm always eating grilled cheeses at my restaurant. Um, uh, There's no shame in that. So, Don't ever apologize for that. I <laughs> so when I'm off I'm, every Monday, um, I'm usually in the kitchen with my mom, um, drinking wine, lots of wine, martinis usually as well, um, <laughs> and cooking some Mediterranean food. So. Um, are you speaking of wine? Are you guys, now that the ABC laws changed a couple of months ago, are you guys going to be selling wine? Are you selling wine? Oh, yeah. We're selling wine. We're selling wine at retail prices. Um, so that's, that's been cool. Uh, it's like a one-stop shop for people that order out. Um, we are doing cocktails to go. And then, um, uh, my, um, my bar manager, um, Jackie Tumber, she's created this, um, kit program. So you can actually get our cocktails, um, in like 750 milliliters. Um, <laughs> so you can, you can order, um, kits on our website, com. And they are listed there. There's the side salad, which is like cucumber vodka. It's just so good. It's literally side salad, but it's vodka. Um, and, and then our, you know, heart of scarlet, scarlet martini with um, pomegranate juice, vodka, et cetera. Um, yeah, so it's fun. You can just, if you order food or you just want to come in and get that um, kit, we offer a roll of toilet paper as well as a hat and straws and cups. So, uh, it's, um, all the, it's all the add-ons that no one ever thought they would be adding on. Uh, a lot I know. Of, a lot of people are saying <laughs> kind of like, if this goes away, it's not going to be fast. It'll be kind of a slow rollback to a lot of people obviously are saying that this there won't be a normal. We're not going back to another normal. Even a lot I of know. chefs, people like Tom Colicchio and Dave Chang have been very vocal about it. If this yeah. ends tomorrow, let's say we find a vaccine right now and it ends tomorrow, yeah. what's your first move? What do you kind of foresee? Are you going half capacity at your dining room? or I mean, obviously, it's going to be up to whoever says it, but what, yeah, would, what would your I, first thought be? Well, honestly, I would probably get in trouble for people that are super against social or not social distancing or going back to normal. But um, a lot of our guests and our patrons, like they really just want normalcy. Of course, we're going to like, try our best to keep people like you know i don't know away from each other a little bit more mm -hmm. um now that it's summertime we have a huge patio uh which we were not able to utilize in january or february because it's cold so um i i you know we want people to feel comfortable of course um uh i think that we would probably continue to wear gloves maybe even a mask um in, until i mean unless there's a vaccine then that'll help but um, just to make people more comfortable, we'll do what we can. But I, I mean, our community wants everything to go back to normal for the most part and just socialize. I mean, right now that we're doing, you know, takeout and, and more curbside or delivery, but people that come in and 
a lot of them are coming in and ordering at the bar and social distancing themselves to, you know, strangers or <laughs> people they don't know uh, or us and ordering cocktails and waiting for their food. And I've had a couple that, you know, went through a bottle of wine and a martini each uh, while they waited for their food. And I, like I remember, them, yeah, I remember them saying like, wow, this is the best date night in, in, in a long time. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, you know, so we would like to have, you know, some normalcy. We don't both feel like, I don't know, uncomfortable either. So we'll do the best we can. And I think, um, you know, whatever the governor, you know, his opinion and whatnot, we'll, we'll, we'll take the, you know, the opinions. But um, yeah, I, I think we leave it up to our community and we see what they want um, and kind of go from there. It's the, it's the number one sentiment I've gotten from every chef um, that I've talked to. I mean, this podcast is very much in its infancy, but everyone has yeah. said the same thing. Every person they talk to, they just like, we cannot wait to go out. We cannot wait to go back to a busy bar, back to a packed restaurant. Oh and, yeah. It, and everyone. <laughs> and even when they're social distancing, whether they're waiting in line, I, I talked to Rob Wilson down at glass bar and they're doing a seafood market and waiting in line yeah. for the seafood market. Everybody is six yeah. to seven feet apart, but everyone is still basically t- saying, Oh my God, I can't wait till we can go back. Oh my God. I can't wait till we can go out. It's like that, sure. that desire. Everyone has cabin fever. I, I'm so excited for the first <laughs> night out when this is all done. I think it's just gonna no be. Kidding. It's gonna be bedlam. It's gonna be like New Year's Eve. I don't Eve, even know where mothers, I'm gonna go. I no one does. <laughs> I'm going everywhere. I'm going and high fiving everybody. Oh my god! I can't wait. I'll probably hit up every restaurant and bar there is. <laughs> By the end of the night, he's pretty drunk, but it'll be sweet. You know, it'll be fun. It'll be a yeah, good one. Yeah. What is your uh, yeah. what's your kind of go to? I mean, you watching you build Scarlet, you did a lot of R and D. You talked with a lot of chefs. You tried a lot of stuff. Uh, checked out yeah. a lot of restaurants. When this is all over, what's kind of the apart from your food at Scarlet? What's your first guilty pleasure uh, pleasure dish from a restaurant? Guilty pleasure dish of any restaurant. <laughs> any restaurant, your choice. Ooh. Uh, oh my gosh. Um. Well, it's sad because they're they're not gonna they're not gonna have their executive chef there anymore. So, um, I oh, I would say Aveo. Um, they have. Oh, I'm sad. I don't even want to talk about it. Uh, but Chef Donald, um, he was the executive chef of Aveo. He makes this a beautiful oyster dish that smokes on this like hickory board, and I don't even know what's in the sauce. You won't tell me. Um. I just want that. Like, I want that <laughs> um, so bad. I know the exact uh, know dish you're talking about. Uh, for those who don't so know, Donald good. Donald Lockhart, um, he's a former yeah. executive chef now, right? And a uh, yeah. really, really talented yeah. guy, super great guy. Wherever he lands, definitely go check out his food once this is done. He's a very, very talented oh, chef. Sure. He's like he's like my mentor here in California. I um, He's like my dad of, of, <laughs> of like the culinary world and just so inspirational. And I, I love that dude. Yeah, he's a great guy. I I know yeah. the exact dish you're talking about. So I yeah, you do. Yeah, yep. <laughs> I want that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I would say that um, for the forbidden rice at Whitestone, I I love those dudes too. Um, yeah, those that, guys that are pretty dish. special. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they I so. like them a lot. Well, well yeah. <laughs> hopefully this wraps up soon and we can all kind of get back to normal. I so I know. I know. Well, this has been really good, Paige. I appreciate the time very, very much. Thank you, Thank you so much for sitting yeah. down. Uh, be good. Of I hope course. you and your family stay healthy, and I hope Scarlet and your community continues to kind of kick ass and, and keep you guys going, and we can see you when the, you, we all get to the other side of this. 
Yeah, thank you so much. And I'm proud of you. I love that you're doing the podcast you made for this. It's very, very <laughs> sweet of you. I appreciate it. All right. I'll All right. talk to you soon, Crawford. All right, Chef. Take care. All right. All right Hang in there. Bye. That was Chef Paige Reardon of Scarlet Kitchen and Lounge out in Rancho Mission Viejo. Uh, definitely when COVID-19 lifts, go there in person, sit at the bar. She really built out a beautiful space. But until COVID-19 lifts, uh, please order some takeout, help support businesses. Uh, I really appreciate her candor about what it's like kind of dealing with property management and things like that. Obviously, having a new restaurant, there's a whole slew of costs that go into it. Um, and obviously, even as she said, with Chef Donna Lockhart at Aveo, you know, chefs are starting to move around a little bit. And, uh, it, you know, it doesn't it doesn't kind of help anybody. A high tide raises all boats. And we want to see as many uh, fantastic chefs on the other side of COVID-19 as possible. So please do what you can, um, however you can. Get some takeout, grab a bottle of wine. You know, as she said, you can have a martini while you wait for your food as long as you're socially distant about it. So. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Best Seeds Podcast. As always, thank you to Allie Coyle for the music. I am your host, Crawford McCarthy, and I will see you very soon. Take care. The Best Seeds Podcast is an original production of The Best Seeds. It is written, edited, produced, and owned by myself, Crawford McCarthy, founder and owner of The Best Seeds. It is recorded in Aliso Viejo, California. It is subsidized through generous donations through patreon.com slash the best seats. The following are names that have subscribed at the highest tier, a.k.a. norm status, and thus allow me to produce the show each and every episode. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. Here are the supporters. Katie Cassie, Eric Lutz, Serena Warino, Talia Samuels, Cheryl McCarthy. Thank you for your support.